listening to Psychedelic Soul with Jesse Delgado. Welcome to a new show. This episode is a sort of extension of the last show that featured music by the Electric Light Orchestra. This episode will feature music by two separate bands that preceded and led to the evolution of ELO, featuring the founders of the band. Roy Wood and Bev Bevan were originally in a band that had many pop hits in Europe. They were called The Move. They were active from 1965 to 1972, and like their contemporaries The Who, The Move had a raw sound along with a wild stage show. Where The Who would smash up their instruments, The Move would instead take hammers to an automobile on stage or smash up TV sets. It was done to reflect the pop art scene of the time. The destruction of objects was symbolic and representative of the aftermath of a nuclear war. It was a protest against the prospects of nuclear annihilation. The other band on the show featured Jeff Lynne, who was the principal songwriter in a band called The Idle Race. They were a four-piece band from Birmingham, and they were heavily influenced by the Beatles, Sid Barrett of Pink Floyd, Ray Davis of the Kings, and other English pop psychedelic bands. Their style musically was more eclectic than the move, and closer to the Beatles' experimentation with psychedelic whimsy and old English music hall styles, and often featured interesting character studies. We begin the first part of the show with the Idle Race featuring Jeff Lynne. But before we begin, I wanted to note that our announcer, Kalinda Gray, is currently doing a successful run on stage as part of the production of Monty Python's Spamalot. She is playing the Lady of the Lake, and my congratulations go out to her. And the other item I want to address is the recent passing of Rick Parnell. He was the drummer of the English rock band Atomic Rooster. He is perhaps better known as Mick Shrimpton, the hapless drummer for the fictional band Spinal Tap. He was a friend of the show, and unfortunately we didn't get the chance to do a Zoom interview for the benefit of the show. He's had a very difficult personal year, and so our timing and schedules didn't align. I appreciated his encouragement, and I'll miss his input over at the Psychedelic Soul Facebook group. Rest in peace, my friend. But now let's hear Jeplin's early psychedelic band, The Idol Race. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Rest in peace, Rick. Oh, 
sometimes thinner than a skeleton. But wait a minute, I'm so thin that only sex and fates can be a chance for me.
yesterday she cried Took off her glasses, let her hair down, cried No one came. Oh, oh, oh. 
Jesse Delgado. You just heard the idle race with Hurry Up John. Before that song, we heard someone knocking. We also heard the very psychedelic Imposters of Life magazine. Preceding that one, we heard Lucky Man. Very Monty Python esque. Speaking of which, we heard another Python type song On With the Show. That was the kickoff tune from their original 1968 album, Birthday. And you also heard the title track of that album, The Birthday, preceded by a snippet of the original Happy Birthday song. Before that one, we heard I Like My Toys. Basically, it's about a guy who doesn't seem likely to get it together in the adult world and deal with things like jobs and responsibilities. He's 31 and enjoys his toys, living out a continued state of adolescence. Maybe you know someone like that. Before that song, we heard The Skeletons and The Roundabout. This is very much along the lines of Sid Barrett, The Purple Gang, and other bands that dabbled with music hall-type music. The Idol Race recorded two albums with Jeff Lynne before he was asked to join the move. The Idol Race didn't fade out to obscurity after Lynne's departure. They carried on a few more years before they hired a new guitarist. They changed the name of the band after the guitarist and became the Steve Gibbons Band. And now, The Move were a strong English pop band and gained a lot of success and controversy back in the day. The band's fortunes were furthered by Roy Wood's excellent songwriting and the band had strong musicianship. 
In the second half, we will hear some highlights from the band, who at the time were equal in reputation to The Who, The Kinks, and other successful English rock bands. This is The Move, and you're listening to Psychedelic Soul.
one morning half asleep With all my blankets in a heap And yellow roses scattered all around The time was still approaching For I couldn't stand it anymore So Mary goes upon my eider down I'm just sitting watching flowers in the rain
the wind blow you out of my memory Let the rain wash you out of my eyes Too many bad times of loving you Now I gotta realize That I can throw you right out of my mind And put you right back in your place Cause lightning never strikes twice in the same place I can't live without loving you Carry on in the same old way Do anything that I want to do Say what I want to say Cause I can throw you right out of my mind I'll put you right back in your place Cause lightning never strikes twice in the same place
listening to Psychedelic Soul with Jesse Delgado. You just heard Brontosaurus by The Move. The song's riff was later incorporated by Cheap Trick in their cover version of another Move song, California Man. Before that one, we heard the Jeff Lynn song, Lightning Never Strikes Twice. It actually did, in their case, with the coming of the founding of ELO, and you can hear a little bit of the sound developing on that track. Before that cool number, we heard Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree. Preceding that track, we heard Curly, complete with the sound of recorders. We also heard Omnibus, the peak of their psychedelic pop phase. We also heard Wave That Flag and Stop the Train. Beth Bevan said that they were trying to get a monkey sound with that recording. I think they achieved it in a way. Before that song, we heard a cautionary tale not to drink and drive. They did Walk Upon the Water. It's kind of morbid when you hear the lyrics. We also heard the infamous single Flowers in the Rain. The song itself is reminiscent of the Beatles' Penny Lane in sound. The lyrics are actually very sweet. The infamy comes in when the band released the song in a picture sleeve that was airbrushed to look like Prime Minister Harold Wilson naked. I don't know who the hell thought that was a good idea, but the backlash was immediate. Wilson sued and all the royalties for the song were seized and Wilson appropriated the money to charity so the band didn't get one cent for the song. Needless to say, the band was being used by the incident, and they got some backlash from the press. Before that song, we heard Fire Brigade, a nice little Dwayne Eddy type rocker with that twanging guitar sound. And we opened the show with I Can Hear the Grass Grow, the perfect pop song for your psychedelic pleasure. The band's sound had an enhanced sonic quality when Jeff Lynne joined in. What they had in mind was to incorporate pop music with an orchestral sound, just as the Beatles had done on the Sgt. Pepper album. They were both conceptualizing what was to become the Electric Light Orchestra. It was a quasi-continuation of psychedelia, almost. The first germ of the new generation is in this last song that we'll be closing the show with. This is the move with Do Ya. This was later re-recorded by ELO a few years later, and they scored a big hit with it as a single. So we'll end the show with this transitional point. You can go back to the previous show to hear the ELO special to hear the musical continuity. Thank you for listening in, and I hope you enjoyed both bands. Regardless of what's going on out there in the world right now, I hope the show is a great escape for you from all that strife. Until next time, this is Jesse Delgado, and you are listening to Psychedelic Soul.